If you're looking to maximize and beautify your outdoor living space, Acadian Custom Shutters at 985-893-3119. Awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller shades, and many more affordable options to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Our expert crews use American-made and locally sourced quality products. Let's work together and imagine the possibilities in designing your dream area. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, the Mississippi Gulf Coast, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Our digital partners, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, listen live there. Also, NashFM1061.com as well as EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. Hey, our podcast is 
everywhere. Anchors our home base from your favorite podcasting platform. Hey, search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. You should find that fairly easily on your favorite podcasting platform. And, of course, our social media platforms. Join the conversation there. I was pretty active this weekend. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter. Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. So you can um, check out, uh, again, all my thoughts on what's happening with, again, uh, the local sports scene as well as what's happening politically here in the um, uh, the city as well. Uh, you can do that over again on our social media platforms. And, of course, don't forget about the winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Uh, every Thursday uh, with a live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page. And then here come the rebroadcasts for you. 6 p.m. on LAE on, thir- on Thursday night. 10 p.m. on The Deuce. That's WLAE-TV 2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon, 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. I'll have that guest list for you tomorrow. Uh, on again, who will join us this week on the program. Today's program is brought to you by Henrik Sneptunia Gym. Uh, yeah, you've, you've literally got about a month uh, to be able to stock up on Henrik Sneptunia Gym. And look, it's been getting rave reviews. Uh, I've talked about it before. We, we knew, again, this was going to be a, a great product coming out. It is, um, uh, again, uh, one of the top sellers in the super, super premium gen category. Uh, again, I've had some uh, quite a few listeners that, again, have partaken, uh, gone out there and uh, and purchased a bottle or two. And, uh, again, just from them as well, rave reviews. Again, they, they, they absolutely love it. Uh, again, I would recommend it to you. Uh, it is a one-of-a-kind spirit that will be off the market uh, at, at the end of March. Uh, so, again, get your bottles now. If you look at your restocking that liquor cabinet from, from again, the Mardi Gras, getting, uh, you know, maybe, again, getting um, ready for the upcoming um, uh, uh, parades and also the festivals that we're having. Again, look, you're just a collector of fine spirits. Uh, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with fresh notes of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by deep, the earthly notes of locally sourced Scottish Seaside Botanicals, fresh coastal herbs, and an unmistakable crisp finish. You'll Again, you'll find this limited edition Henrik's Gin at your favorite spirit store. Uh, it's absolutely refreshing and also, again, one of a kind. So remember, Henrik's Neptunia Gin, get it now. It's only around until March of 2023, which is about about a month away, about a month away. So, and uh, the, again, the other super premium gins, you know, that, that uh, we've had, uh, Midsummer Solstice, um, also, uh, again, uh, Lunar. Uh, once they were gone, they were gone. And then, you know, a lot of people were looking for them, and then you couldn't find them. So, again, all parts of, of, of the William Grant family, all part of the Hendricks Gin family, uh, Leslie Gracie, the um, master distiller, is a scientist as, as uh, by by trade. I've talked about it over and over again. She's given the opportunity to go in the laboratory, literally in the laboratory, and come up again with these uh, different uh, profiles of uh, of spirits within the gin category. So uh, get it get it today, get it now before again you uh, get don't don't have a chance to get it uh, in the future. All right, um, a lot to get into today. Uh, uh, we've got only one guest. It'll be uh, Les East of CrestedySports.com. Uh, Saturday down south. He'll join us at 535. He'll be at the uh, Pelicans game. Pels take on Orlando tonight. Pels are on a three-game losing streak. They've dropped uh, to 10th in the West. They're now under 500, 30 and 31. Uh, and uh, I'm going to get into the, what ails the Pels in a few minutes. But I want to throw out a, a couple. Um, I want to kind of catch you up on what happened over the weekend and throw out a congratulations to um, a, a guy that I grew up with and, of course, uh, Uptown Proud, uh, Delgado head coach Joe Sherman. Uh, he, uh, he has done so much for, for again, the young men uh, in our community that want to continue to play, play uh, baseball after their high school years are done. Uh, 
Uh, he has been a feeder school in a lot of cases for LSU and other programs. Uh, when you go to Delgado and you stay there for two years, you develop. And he develops you and, again, allows you to go on to be able to, again, play in a major college situation. Uh, he celebrated his 1,100 win uh, this weekend. And if I'm not mistaken, that's the most by any, any Louisiana baseball coach. Uh, but, again, I have to double-check that. But, again, congratulations to Joe Sherman. Uh, 1,100 wins uh, for the uh, St. Francis of Assisi uh, alumni, Redemptress Ram, Tulane Green Wave. And, of course, now, again, uh, following in his dad's footsteps as the head coach of, of Delgado. Right, it was Rag Sherman weekend. What a beautiful weekend to be able to do that. Congratulations to Joe. Um, the Xavier men won, the, won their conference over the weekend. They'll, they'll be heading to the NIAA, uh, NIAIA uh, uh, basketball tournament. Uh, 19th-ranked Loyola, uh, their men, 26-5, and 16-4. Uh, they won the regular season. Uh, they beat Faulkner for the conference championship this weekend. Uh, they'll host uh, an NIA opening round game at the Den March 7th through 8th. Unfortunately, the loyal women who are on, on, a, on a run, right, they had won 31 in a row. Uh, they lost uh, to uh, Faulkner over the weekend in the conference championship. They ended up 27-2, 17-1 overall. They'll host a NIA NAIA opening uh, ground game at the Den on March 7th and 8th as well. So both Loyola men's and women's will be hosting, uh, again, a NAIA opening round tournament uh, uptown this week. All right. So um, actually, it'll be over the weekend. So uh, UNO, got to give props to UNO. Coach Sless, uh, again, the way they've turned this thing around, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, they've won four straight now in the conference. They're now moved moved up to sixth place. They're 10 and 18 um, overall. They're 7 and 10. And now because they're in sixth place, they're in position to qualify for the Southland Conference basketball tournament, along with Northwestern State, SLU, and Nichols, who are all, again, in that mix uh, to be able to, again, make the tournament. Uh, and I believe, if it's not mistaken, it's in Katy, Texas once again. Uh, but, um, again, it didn't look like Celeste was going to be able to do it. It just did look like it was going to be able to do it. Uh, again, he gets uh, uh, some players back from injury. And uh, I'm telling you right now, they are playing some really good basketball. Well, straight for the privateers uh, as they are now trying to eke their way in, into contention for the, uh, uh, for the conference championship by making it to the um, uh, by making it to the tournament, which, again, is the only way you get to the NCAAs through the Southland. Uh, the Tulane men maybe feel a little bit of hangover from the Houston. They lose to Wichita uh, yesterday. That's their second straight conference loss. They're now 17-9, and 10-5. and five. They dropped to third in the AAC now behind Memphis, which they had beat. Uh, so, again, the Tulane men, look, there was no way that they were going to win the conference, but you were hoping that, again, that, you know, uh, they get into the into the tournament. They show themselves well. Uh, you know, I doubt it. Again, the only way they're going to get in a, in a large bit is to win the tournament. They're not, gonna, they're not beating Houston. Houston's in. Uh, maybe, again, if, if, you know, Houston got upset and, you know, Tulane won the tournament, there, there would be an opportunity, but it just doesn't look like it. To, uh, Houston looks head and shoulders above anyone in the conference. Uh, they would have to have a letdown not to be able to win the conference tournament. But with that said, they, they are setting themselves up for an NIT bid. Uh, and, of course, they've dropped two straight now, 17-9, and 10-5, third in the AAC. The Lady Tigers finished second um, uh, uh, in the SEC. They were fifth-ranked in the nation. They're 27-1, 15-1 behind South Carolina, handling them their only loss of the season. They have earned that double bye in the SEC tournament now, so they'll be sitting back waiting for, again, teams to be able to play themselves out of the tournament, and they'll take, obviously, again, uh, one of those winners coming up. Uh, LSU baseball won two or three in the Round Rock Classic this weekend. Uh, they, they won the title, but they lost 
their first game of the season to Iowa on Saturday, six to one. Um, I'm sorry, the, to, on, to, on Saturday they are now six and one. Their their, their um, record is six and one. Uh, but I tell you what, the, the natives were restless in Uptown New Orleans. Uh, Tulane again, well, again was uh, had had an offer on the scorecard for them in terms of, again, wins this season. Um, and um, a lot of folks on social media, a lot of Tulane fans were really upset with this. They finally get a win against St. John's yesterday. Uh, they're now 1-6 on the season. UNO is 3-4 and four in ball uh, after coming off the Andre Dawson Classic. Uh, Southeastern really rolling right now. They're 7-1. and one. Nichols is 3-4. and four. So, again, uh, again, that's the um, – uh, that's the breakdown on, on college basketball and also college baseball uh, in our area over the weekend. Uh, Tanyo Passigno, uh defensive end slash defensive tackle for the New Orleans Saints, has signed a two-year uh, a deal worth uh, $6 million. Uh, he will stay with the team now. Uh, again, the team is continuing to be able to rework deals to get under the cap. The latest was, again, Tyron Matthew on, uh, on Friday. Uh, we expect that, that to continue. Uh, as, again, the, um, the, the Saints are looking for a couple things. Number one, get under the cap because it's mandatory. Number two, to be able to have some money available that if Derek Carr is looking to sign, they have that money ready to go, uh, that cap space ready to go so they can pay him what he's looking for. Uh, or, again, at the very least, maybe, again, one of those secondary uh, quarterbacks if, if, if Carr ends up signing elsewhere. Now, there's no new, new news on Carr at all. You know, it's just kind of gone radio silent on us right now. Last visit was to the Jets. We heard over the weekend. Actually, it was Friday. We talked about it going into, into the weekend. At least three more teams supposedly have an interest. Uh, some people believe that could be the agent dropping that, again, to try to be able to stir up some uh, some uh, uh, excitement about, um, about Carr. Look, he's the best quarterback on the market right now as a free agent. Maybe, again, as I've said before, uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to be the first shoe to drop here. Once he goes elsewhere, and, of course, uh, well, that would probably be a trade uh, from the Green Bay Packers. Uh, a lot of people think it's going to be to the New York Jets, but maybe Las Vegas is also a destination uh, for Aaron Rodgers if he doesn't stay in Green Bay, that that would be the first shoe to fall, and then, then Derek Carr would sign. We'll see how it kind of plays out. I've talked about it before. Look, he's a middle-of-the-road quarterback. He's looking for $35 million a year. The Saints, obviously, again, for the second year in a row, were willing to be able to go out and give Dennis Allen the quarterback that he wants. Last year, again, it was Deshaun Watson, which was a, a, really a big mistake uh, for the franchise. This year, it's, it's Derek Carr. We'll see how it, how it ultimately plays out. Uh, and if not, again, look, we've been talking a lot about Hendon Hooker on, on, on this program. And uh, for the first time, really, since, uh, since really going back to uh, – when uh, when Drew Brees was here, uh, and the fact that uh, that Peyton did not really set this team up uh, with again developing a, a quarterback, and uh, you know, so they're 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 dealing with that now. It just is what it is. Now maybe Carr is the panacea. Maybe they have to go. Maybe they have to um, you know re-sign Andy Andy Dalton. Uh, you know that could be a possibility here. Maybe you go with Taysom Hill and you draft somebody like a Hendon Hooker and you go with again a different type offense. Uh, we'll see how, again how it plays out, but we're again um, approaching March, um, and of course March fifteenth is the is opening of the um, of the NBA. I'm sorry, the NFL New Year, and also the uh, the opening of the NFL free agency. So we'll see how that plays out, and of course this week uh, the combine uh, is going on in Indianapolis, uh, and um, 
Uh, we'll find out a lot about some of these young players that will be at the Combine uh, on, 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 starting Thursday all the way through the weekend. By the way, Larry Holder normally joins us on Monday. He's dealing with Combine stuff today. He will join us at 4.15 on Wednesday uh, in, uh, in preparation for the Combine. So we'll get Larry Holder from the Athletic there. Uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what ails the Pelicans. Um, a lot of people have opinions on, again, what's going on with this team right now. Uh, I have a strong opinion on, again, why they are dropping like a rock. Uh, I'm going to get into that. Uh, a little bit later on the program, we're going to talk about the, um, um, the Latoya Cantrell recall effort. Uh, there is a court date uh, today uh, between the, um, uh, the in- individuals that are involved in, in, in uh, uh, putting together the petition. Uh, which, again, those boxes were delivered to the Register of Voters on Friday. Uh, uh, yeah, on Friday. Was that on, it, was, it was on Wednesday. I'm sorry, on Wednesday. And, um, and also uh, they were in court today to try to get an accurate number on, again, the number of active voters in Orleans Parish. They have sued, again, the, the, the Register of Voters, uh, voters uh, Sandra Wilson, also, again, uh, the Secretary of State, uh, they're claiming there are 30,000 inactive voters on the rolls right now, dead voters or voters that have moved out of Arlene's Parish. And that should bring the, the, the number needed down by at least 6,000 or more uh, in, in terms of the numbers needed to, uh, to be able to recall the, uh, the mayor. Uh, right now it's around 49,000. They're thinking it could be as little as they, they could reduce that by as much as 6,500. Uh, again, there's no, no count right now as of, again, how many um, – how many petitions were signed and delivered to the to the uh, registrar voters office? Uh, multiple interviews this weekend. Uh, again, the Eileen uh, uh, Carter, who's in charge of the effort, said that, that we'll have to have that number today. So hopefully, again, we'll have that number before we get off the air today. But we'll talk about that at some point, probably in the second hour of the program. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters. Uh, right now, they've got a 10% off sale for you. So, again, if you're thinking about hurricane shutters for the upcoming hurricane season, maybe you're thinking about, uh, again, um, uh, looking at that yard that you have there and, and maybe doing, a, again, an outdoor space, or maybe, uh, again, it's, it's window coverings, and you're looking to upgrade your window coverings in your home, or maybe you're moving into a new home and you're starting fresh. Uh, my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters, they do it all. Uh, again, family-owned and operated company here in the city. Uh, uh, and, of course, a company that you can truly trust. Now, look, not to be confused with any of the other Acadian companies out there, Acadian Windows, any other Acadian company. Um, Acadian uh, Custom Shutters specialized in interior and exterior shutters, window coverings, as well as awning and patio covers. Uh, Again, when you start talking about, uh, again, the products, the products are American-made and locally sourced. So that's number one. Number two, the, the attention to detail. Uh, again, that, that, that this company has. Uh, from the time they answer the phone to the time, again, Monroe or one of the salespeople come out, Monroe, the owner, to your home to sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of hurricane shutters or, again, window coverings or expanding that outdoor space. Uh, their, their hurricane shutters are powder-coated aluminum products like Colonial. They, they come in Colonial, Bahama with operable louvers, hurricane roll-downs, accordion, and Lexan panels. Uh, again, when you're talking about uh, window coverings, uh, they again, uh, again, American-made, locally sourced, uh, and then of course interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies. Uh, they offer you know, in-home estimates and, and design services. Uh, you can also again bring your plans or your window schedule to their experts, and they'll build the, your dream around the, around your budget. Uh, when it comes to outdoor living. 
uh, awnings, patio covers, screen enclosures, motorized interior and exterior roller shades. Uh, also, again, um, uh, there are, are, are many affordable options to extend and enhance your outdoor living space. Again, American-made, locally sourced quality products. Uh, and, uh, again, a, a company that... Uh, stands behind their work, a company that answers the phone and actually will come out and meet you on time, okay, when, when, when you have an appointment. Uh, Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Uh, again, locally owned and operated. Uh, their crews are experts. Uh, and, of course, uh, you can get a free estimate right now uh, by calling them at 985-893-3119. Or, again, remember, the 10% off all the way until March 15th. AcadianCustomShutters.com to find out more. Uh, we are so happy with our hurricane shutters that Acadian Custom Shutters put on our home. Uh, we're, when we're, in a, we're going to be a, a expanding our outdoor uh, living space. And, of course, I'm, obviously I'm going to get Monroe to come in, uh, give me a, his thoughts on what we're going to do, and give me a price. I mean, I am that vested in the company. They do that great of a job. If you're looking for a company you can trust, think about Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119. Call for a free estimate. Take advantage of that 10% off. And go to AcadianCustomShutters.com to find out more. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. It is brought today's program brought to you by Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, only on the shelves until the end of March of this year. Get it now. Get it while you can. Uh, again, our friends over at Hen- Hendrix Neptunia Gin, part of the portfolio of William Grant. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. Try Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks today. Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks are so good. Some are saying they're better than their mom's French toast. Perfectly crispy on the outside, perfectly fluffy on the inside, perfectly perfect in every way. Try Wendy's Homestyle French Toast Sticks today and see if they're better than your mom's. Delays are solid if you're traveling on the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays solid 10 westbound right at Clearview. Look out for delays on the 610 on the westbound side from Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling along the North Shore on 12 eastbound from Madisonville to Covington and school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Dave Miet Insurance, whether you're a contractor, professional, maybe you're a business property owner, and you're looking for general liability, professional liability, builder's risk, workman's comp, maybe commercial property, automobile coverage for commercial or business customers, you got to see my friend Dave Miet over at Dave Miet Insurance, an independent insurance agency that can uh, search over 50 companies for the best coverage for the best price. Uh, again, if you're looking for, again, coverage for your home or, again, uh, health insurance, uh, again, they are a one-stop shop for all your insurance needs. Uh, if you want to you want to save, call Dave at 504-556-0809. That's 504-556-0809. Or go to D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-N-C.com. Or set up, a, again, an appointment with him on his, uh, at his office on Veterans uh, next to Shogun on Metairie, in Metairie. If you are looking for a company, again, that's got your back when it comes to your insurance, uh, again, they're, before now, they're there for you after the sale, whenever you need them, uh, it is Dave Piet Insurance. That's 504-556-0809.
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till, $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selections, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhardt now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Until America Eric sent you. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike, did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man, you know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10. Better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces? Come join our growing team. Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you're looking for a company you can trust with your air conditioning heating system, maybe that generator for your home or your business, uh, maybe that APCO whole home air treatment system, or again, they can handle, handle your electrical needs as, all, uh, as, uh, as always. Uh, again, think Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for they come to your home or business, and a company that I've trusted for over 30 years. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heat. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you at least let Burkhardt give you a price if you're in the market for a new system. Uh, air conditioning, heating systems, got to keep them both working. Here we go. Uh, 80s until the weekend, and then we'll be back in a little bit of a cold snap, so you have to have both working during this yo-yo time of the year. Uh, contact Burkhardt if you have issues. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, hour number two, I'm going to get into what ails the Pels, uh, but I do want to talk a bit about what's happening uh, with the recall effort uh, for Mayor Latoya Cantrell. First of all, I want to say this. I, I do not want to be critical of the volunteers who gave up their last six months of their time uh, in all kind of weather, right, to push for the effort to recall uh, Mayor Cantrell. Um, what they've done at this point is unprecedented, 
Okay, now we're still waiting to find out again what's going to happen today uh, in 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 uh, in, uh, in civil district court, which is being held in criminal court because of the fire over over at civil civil district court. But uh, Eileen Carter, Blendon Baptiste, those are the two that again were their headliners that kind of took control of this situation. I think they've done a remarkable job on what is uh, what has been reported to be enough signatures to force a recall, which is 20% of the active registered voters, which is key. Okay, it's what it's why they went. Uh, to court today to try to force the city and the state uh, to, to, again, not purge the rolls. And that's a word I've been using. Uh, they, they've been making it clear they're not purging anything. But to be uh, to differentiate between, again, those that are active voters and those that are inactive voters. They, they claim there are 30,000 inactive voters, voters that have not voted in the last couple of presidential elections, which makes them inactive, and also um, – um, they may have moved out of Orleans Parish, or, or again, they said there there are, are, are dead people that are still on the rolls that are being counted. Um, but I will say this. There was a revelation on Friday that they did not have enough time or funding to copy each of the recall petitions. And I've I got to tell you right now, that, that that's head-scratching to me, okay? Especially now, because, again, they've been all over social media saying how concerned they are, they are about the security of, of the signed petitions. Now, let me say this right now. How could the security of the recall petitions not have been a priority for those who are involved in the recall effort? Okay? Uh, and this was something that, again, I was kind of going back and forth on social media with some folks over the weekend. How could they not be digitally scanned? Okay? Uh, each recall petition sheet on, on a daily basis instead of what we're finding out now was a last-minute rush to copy the documents to ensure there would be no tampering from the Cantrell administration or from the Register of Voter or the Voter's Office. Uh, i got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I think they've done a fantastic job, but it's mind-blowing with so much on the line and the rightful mistrust of the Cantrell administration, right, that, that recall organizers didn't prioritize the security and the authentication of signatures by having a digital record. Uh, of the recall petitions, which will guard against any nefarious happenings once again they're turned over uh, in, uh, in terms of the boxes of petitions uh, to, again, the, uh, the Registrar of Voters Office, which, again, is, is housed at City Hall. Instead, i got to be honest with you, they look amateurish. I mean, they were running these boxes up, up at the last minute to the Registrar's Office looking like a student that was trying to get their term paper in before the deadline. Now, again, they, they had said that, again, they were given different uh, uh, times of when they were going to close. There was a rumor they were going to close early, so they couldn't get the boxes into them, which was ridiculous. I mean, come on. Uh, yeah, with everything on the line, they're going to close at 4 when they close at 4.30. Uh, then, again, they, they said that they, they, were, they, they had tried to get information to register our voters' office on, again, what, was the, what were the days because of the holidays, because, this, because of Mardi Gras and Ash Wednesday, where, where again, uh, the final two days of, uh, of uh, the ability to be able to collect and then turn in the signatures. You know, that's something that should have been dealt with, again, six months ago. Now, not, again, six days before, okay? Um, you know, I mean, I, I just, for all the great work they've done, it, it seems like, again, that they've left, left some boxes unchecked here. Okay, um, it could have solved the legal battle with the Times Picayune if they had, if they would have had digitally had again a digital record of the copy of the signed petitions, but they didn't have it. Now, here's the deal: we know that they didn't comply because they hadn't been keeping that digital record of signed petitions, right? Instead, 
they've made a public records request, uh, uh, Eileen Carter, again, um, uh, for, for the Register of Voters Office to give them a count, okay? Now, now remember, that's got to be uh, not just the number that equals the 20% of active voters needed, uh, needed to be able to recall, uh, recall uh, the, the final number uh, of signed petitions. So when you look at this right now, they're looking for the final number of what they need, which, again, would be 20% of all active voters that are going to be needed to tr- trigger that recall, okay? And, and they don't have that right now. To me, it's kind of mind-blowing. They had a great plan. I mean, you got to all the way through this, okay? Uh, they, had, they had legal counsel. This was no longer grassroots effort. Once again, they, they, once after they got some big donors to be able to donate over $488,000 in, in donated funds. I mean, if you're Richard Farrell, who, who owns, again, walk-ons, who gave the majority of the money, Boise Bollinger, those are the two major, major donors, how did they not insist on a digital record? Okay? I think the recall committee did everything right from sending out the petitions with the self-addressed stamped envelopes to active voters to make it easy to sign and return those petitions to filing suit with the Arling, against the Orleans Parish Register of Voters and the Secretary of State because they didn't, again, and I'm using air quotes here, purge the rolls to separate the active from inactive voters. And again, those the, the, again some the, remember, the committee to recall Latoya Cantrell says there's 30,000 by their count. Okay, they hired a firm. Another, again, bold move on their part and a smart move. They hired a firm to actively, again, count those voters. So they wanted to count all those active voters uh, as opposed to those that were inactive. So they had their own firm go in and do that. Again, another smart move. But yet there's no digital record of the signed petitions. And now they're publicly questioning the the registrar's office on how they're securing the recall petitions. Again, I I hate to call them out because they did a wonderful thing here for the city. Okay, everyone should be, again, grateful for everything those volunteers did. But not having a digital record to me is troubling. I mean, how do you not do that? In today's day and age, today's day and age, you don't have to make paper copies of every, every single paper. Do it on a digital platform. Of course, then, then you've, you could, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's so easy to transfer that to, again, the, the powers that be. Uh, you know, I, I hate to call them out, but, but I will say this. The one thing this definitely does is it definitely squashes the Cantrell's camp accusation that the recall was run by the National Republican Party out of, out of, out of Washington, D.C. But believe me, let me say this to you right now, ladies and gentlemen. If this was an effort by the National GOP instead of a couple of concerned New Orleans business owners who happen to be Republicans who are trying to save their businesses, uh, again, from, 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 the, from, the, uh, from the city, uh, the business and the city, not just the business, but and the city, uh, from the wrath of Cantrell, there would have been a digital record. Believe me, there would have been a digital record. Now, again, as I mentioned, the court date's today, okay? So what we're going to find out more, hopefully today, about what is the number. What is the number, or at least a judge that will go forward and, again, force the Secretary of State, force the Orleans Parish Register of Voters to be able to delineate between active voters and inactive voters so we can get a, an accurate count of what the 20% will be, okay? So... We'll see how that plays out. But all this talk about this was a Republican-backed situation where, again, that the Republicans were coming in, going to try to win the, win the mayor's seat. I mean, that was just, I mean, that was just all fear-mongering at this point, okay? Let me, let me say this right now, okay? Let me say this right now. The next mayor of New Orleans will be a person of color and a Democrat. Don't let the Cantrell camp distract you 
because of a couple of politically active Republicans funded the recall effort. By the way, they also gave money to Cantrell's campaign uh, in the past. But they saw the path to destruction the city was moving towards under Cantrell as mayor. So they funded the recall, and I'm grateful for that they did that. I'm grateful they did that because let me tell you something. So many business owners in our city would not sign that recall petition because of fear retaliation by the Cantrell administration. You know, Farrell, who owns walk-ons, Bollinger, who owns the shipyard, they weren't intimidated, okay? Okay, nor was there a plot to be able to have a, a Republican mayor in New Orleans. Are you kidding me? I mean, seriously. I mean, just, that, that is ridiculous. So, I mean, what happens again if, the, if we do now find out uh, that within the next, what, 20 days, uh, with help from, again, uh, two, di- two other um, Register of Voters offices here in the state that will be involved in the count, uh, if, there are, if 20, act, uh, 20% of the active voters have been verified and the re-election of the recall election is called. Well, first of all, let me say this. It, it's not going to be a spring election which means that, again, Cantrell is still going to be in charge of this, of this city until, until October, okay? October. Uh, the, the, there's just not enough time. It's so late in the game for it to be on, on the ballot in the spring. So that means it's going to be in the gubernatorial primary uh, in the fall. That's more likely. Now, if Cantrell is voted out of office, because, again, there's a next step to this, you, just because they get the 20% of the, recall, uh, of the signatures needed for a recall, you still have to go to the voting booth and vote her out. Okay, you still have to do that. So there's another step to this. So let's say that happens, uh, that she is voted out of office. Then the city council is going to choose an interim mayor from one of the two at-large council members. So that means J.P. Morrell or Helena Moreno. My guess is it's going to be, be J.P. Morrell. And the reason why is simple. He has already publicly stated, and he's told me privately, because I had a conversation with him uh, again when, when um, uh, Cantrell was running for her second term about getting into the race, that, again, New Orleans needs him in the race. And he told me point blank what he's told everyone. I'm not getting into the race. I have two, two daughters and a son until they get older. I'm not going to run for mayor, okay? And so, again, that means that the next mayoral race is going to feature Helena Moreno, again, council at large, against Oliver Thomas, district key council member, okay? I don't think the council is going to give Helena Moreno a chance to serve out the Cantrell's unexpired term because that's going to give her an advantage in the next mayoral election. And I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'll say this right now. In my opinion, Oliver Thomas is the next mayor of New Orleans. Um, it's amazing what he's done. He used this radio show to rehab his image in the black community. And you, you guys know my feeling about this, okay? I like Oliver Thomas, okay? As a person, I like Oliver Thomas. Uh, Oliver Thomas lied to me, okay, straight to my face when, uh, when, when, when I had him on my show. Uh, back on 690, okay, when I was doing Strictly Politics and Recovery Talk. Uh, and I've never come back from that, I'll be honest with you. But, but again, the man, the person, you know, again, uh, again, for all accounts are, he is, uh, he, again, he's, he's, a, uh, he's a good person, okay? But, 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 I don't believe that someone has been convicted of stealing from the taxpayers of the city of New Orleans should be on the council. So I certainly don't believe that he deserves an opportunity to be the next mayor of New Orleans. But that's me. Okay, that's me. That's how I feel about it. You know, but, but again, if you ask me, I'm telling you, Oliver Thomas is the next, is the next mayor of New Orleans. Um, but it's part of the problem we're having right now. You know, horrible leadership choices post-Katrina on why this city's in a downward spiral. You know, Negan went to jail, okay, uh, for, for grafting corruption. Landrew, although, although was qualified, right, he was only concerned about national office. Well, again, what was he going to do when his term was over 
to be able to try to get on a ticket or, or again, get, get involved in, in, in a in a presidential cabinet. Neither has happened. He is in charge of, again, the uh, reconstruction fund. Uh, so, again, I guess it kind of worked. Uh, and then Cantrell, like Nagin, was not qualified for the job. Uh, and, 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 again, may have problems with the federal government as well. As there is a federal investigation in, into, into her shenanigans, uh, the, the petty criminal crimes that she's been involved in as mayor. By the way, another one, $65,000 on, on, on that mail-out uh, that, again, that was basically a campaign piece uh, that, that, is, that, that we're hearing is criminal, is criminal. Okay, this is not a, a, a civil matter. This is a criminal matter. Um, but none, 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 two of the three weren't even qualified to do the job in the aftermath of Katrina. And that means, again, rebuilding the city. So what are we dealing with now? What? 50% of the Katrina rebuilding funds are unspent. Okay? Uh, we got unfinished and shoddy, uh, uh, shoddily done re- rebuilding projects all over the city. Uh, this city is dark now. Okay, streetlights from the quarter to the interstate, almost every neighborhood in the city has problem with the streetlights being on. And this has been an ongoing problem since Katrina, okay? Stoplights out of service for months, okay? The Katrina kids that now have become the most brazen criminals in the recent history of our city with a police force that now under 1,000 to protect the city. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it again. We need forward-thinking, young, dynamic leadership that's only focused on the city of New Orleans and moving this city forward. Not the next, not the next, uh, uh, not the next elected office. It's been another problem. Somebody's always looking to be able to move to the next office. Someone that can rally the citizens. That it can put the end of this apathy that we have here. That's doomed us to, to again to, to where we find ourselves now. What 18 years post Katrina? We're not going to find that in these political retreads. Okay, we're not going to find this in the next generation of New Orleans political families. That's what's gotten us into this mess. Think about it right now. Think about it. We're, we've been surpassed by almost every other major sunbelt of Southern City. It's amazing. And you can't blame Katrina on that. This was happening pre-Katrina. But again, it just, it just sped up the process post-Katrina when we were devastated by the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country, the failure of the federal levy system. Let me say this right now. The, the recall is the first step. But we need better choices when it comes to leadership in New Orleans government. And for those of you that live in the suburbs and the exurbs, and I say this all the time because, man, you just don't get it. As Orleans, Paris goes, the region goes, and the state goes. So better leadership means a better Orleans, Paris, which means better for the state. And uh, I don't know if we're getting that, uh, if, if ultimately Oliver Thomas is elected in the next mayor of New Orleans, and I, and I believe he will be, and I believe he will be. I don't believe there's going to be somebody that's going to step up, that's going to get just wild the masses here. I don't know if that person exists right now in the city of New Orleans. Um, and it's a tough job because it's a tough job because, again, the job hasn't been done over the last 18 years to move this city forward in the aftermath, again, the largest man-made disaster in the history of this country. So we'll see, again, how this plays out. But first step is get the accurate number of, again, active voters. Have, again, the 20% of that to set the recall election up. New Orleans voters going to, uh, to, the, uh, to, to the polls and voting her out. And then, of course, hoping that we can get a dynamic leader to step up and be the next mayor of the city of New Orleans. Not a retread, not another political family. A new voice that can energize this city, that can you know, just kill the apathy which has killed our city. Absolutely killed our city. People, are, people again, they, people love, love New Orleans. 
but they don't love New Orleans enough to be able to stand up and, and make a difference. And that's been the biggest problem we've had, especially with my generation, which, again, has let this city down. And I've said it before. It's my generation that has let this city down. We were supposed to be, again, the next, uh, next set of leaders that were supposed to push this city forward instead of we've gone backwards. It's, it is what it is, but that's the truth, at least, at least how I see it. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our friends at Henry Stemtunia Gin. Only on the market until 20, uh, 2023, March of 2023. So that means you got a, a little bit, just about a month to be able to pick up a bottle or two. And I'm telling you, rave reviews, not just from, again, those that were on the cocktail scene, also, again, the mixologists. But, again, listeners to this program who have taken my advice and gone out and gotten Henry's Neptunia Gen. I've gotten the text. I've gotten the emails from folks that, again, they're enjoying it. Go out and get yourself a bottle. It's a collector's item. Put it on, on your bar, again, to be able to show folks when they come over to, to the house or, again, uh, to enjoy on your own. That's Henry Neptunia Gen, part of the William Grant family of, uh, of products. Part of, again, Henrik's Gin's portfolio. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. You used to associate crickets with silence. But since you bought a house in the suburbs, you know crickets hate silence. If any other creature realized rubbing its legs together made a piercing high-pitched noise, they might think, maybe I won't do that. Constantly. 
all night long. Luckily, you can save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto. Now that's something to make noise about. Just not constantly. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, home of the 1195 Direct Cremation. This is Josh Danzig with Where You At Magazine for 1061 Nash Icon. Head down to St. Bernard this weekend and celebrate the history and heritage at the Los Isleños Fiesta, featuring traditional dancing, great food, and live music. Reggae lovers, don't miss live in concert this Saturday night. Stephen Marley performing at the House of Blues and singing many of the great songs of his father, Bob Marley. For more ideas on things to do this weekend, visit whereyat.com and click on our community calendar or sign up for the Where Yet e-blast and get the best picks sent directly to your inbox. Cumulus New Orleans, incredible service and excellent results. New Orleans is always number one with Cumulus Radio and Digital. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt if you're in the market for a generator. Maybe that income tax check is coming in and you want to put it back in your home and you may be trying to hurricane that proof, approve that house like I did last year. And, you know, one of the components for me was, again, having a, uh, a standby generator for the home. Uh, again, at Burkhardt, uh, Jason Burkhardt will come out, sit down with you, do a consultation. Uh, if you do the, if you do the, uh, the, the, all the research, then it's going to be a pretty easy consultation. If not, he's going he's gonna to educate you on your options when it comes to a generator. At Burkhart, once you guys come to an agreement, they'll, uh, they'll put you on the calendar for a single-day install. You can finance it over time or, again, pay that all up front, your choice. Uh, also, again, that new install quality check after one month, they do that for everything they install for you. Uh, and then, of course, Burkhart takes care of everything, which is the beautiful thing about this, because let me tell you something. There are so many inspections to deal with again now when it comes to generators. Uh, they handle, again, the planning, the permits, the inspections. They're there to meet the inspectors. You don't have to do a darn thing. Okay, uh, they have they, they also offer 24 7 365 emergency service where they've installed your generator or not. They will maintain that generator for you over again. Like you have to maintain that like a car engine. Right. So they'll come out, and maintain that for you. They also do that new install quality check after one month where they send one of their techs out to, again, take you through a tutorial on how to operate the system. Do that with everything that they install for you. Looking for a generator for your home or your business? Think Burkhart. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Uh, and it doesn't matter where you live, folks. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, uh, Burkhardt has you covered. Uh, as I mentioned, Tanyo Passigno has uh, signed with the Saints. Uh, now, that's, look, he really played well his first year. Last year, he really dropped off. Um, and it'll be interesting to see again what happens uh, with the Saints. Look, they need help. They need an influx of um, of talent at the defensive tackle position. Where they're going to do that in, in the draft and in free agency will be, will be interesting to see how they do that. Also, again, they need another defensive end or two. Um, uh, whether that's going to be the draft or free agency, we'll see how that plays out. Maybe they're going after maybe some, um, you know, some um, uh, maybe former, former Saints players. I had mentioned Sheldon Rankins the other day. Um, Obviously, Amanyamata's uh, a possibility of bringing back Davenport, although I would never overpay for Davenport at this point, uh, even though, again, you're going to have to eat about $25 million in dead money if both Anyamata and, um, and, uh, uh, and, and Davenport move on. Uh, you know, Davenport's got $3.4 million, in, uh, I believe, in dead money. And um, uh, let me double-check that dead money for you because um, – uh, 
uh, the, you know, it's about it's about 25 million out of the both of them. So you know, we'll see again. Uh, actually, Davenport's got uh, 7.6 million dollars in dead money, and Anyamata has um, has about uh, a little bit over 10 million dollars in dead money uh, for for this year. So about 17 million dollars in dead money between the two of them. Uh, so again, uh, you know, that's if they if they walk away. Um, uh, Anyamata has, has has talked about wanting to stay. We'll see how that how that plays out. But they need help along the defensive line. Look, the second and third levels of the defense are in pretty good shape. You're going to need a safety because of Marcus May's uh, upcoming suspension. But you definitely need help along the defensive line, like you need help in the offensive line. They need an influx of, of talent on, off, on, off, on the offensive line. I don't think Pete's going to be here. I think ultimately he's going to be a cap casualty. Uh, again, that cap hit around uh, somewhere around um, 18 million dollars. They could split that. Uh, they could split that um, over over two years which I think they're going to do. Um, so they need a guard. I don't think Hurst should be the guard. I think Hurst should be, should be the, the, the rotational player along that line, playing multiple positions. So either they're going to go out and draft a guard and they have a chance at 29, the way the draft might unfold, to maybe get the first or second highest graded guard uh, uh, you know, in this year's draft. Now, are you ready to put that guard out there with, again, maybe a, uh, you know, a, a um, uh, uh, a tackle that doesn't have a tremendous amount of um, of experience when when you you know you start talking about uh, you know com- coming off of uh, of not one but but again two two major surgeries in, in Trevor Penning uh, maybe again you need another veteran guard there uh, you know but they they need help at the guard position uh, and I would say two because I'm not sold on Ruiz even though the the, the Saints are and uh, you know again probably again you know another tackle. Uh, Ramchek's been often injured. Penning has been often injured now. Uh, Hurst can play multiple positions, but you probably need another tackle. And that's on top, again, the running back position where you need at least two, uh, a, a scat back type because Kamara's going to be suspended. And you need a big back. Again, they, they, they hurt so much not having a big back this year. Uh, wide receiver. I think, again, you've got to go to veteran out there. You know, you, it'd be nice to get another another young receiver, but again, you got you got a lot of inexperience as it is right now when it comes to um, young receivers, and you need guys that again that can go up there and get the ball with contested catches. Mike Thomas is not going to be here more than likely. Jarvis Landry is not going to be. You need a veteran that can handle contested catches. Uh, the tight end position again, when you only have so much money to spend, you may have to run it back what you have right now. Okay. Uh, Jawan Johnson, uh, bringing him back. Troutman, hoping he gets a little bit better. And look, uh, to me. Taysom Hill was your jack-of-all-trades, but you know what? If, if you can't sign uh, a Derek Carr, maybe you're drafting a Hendon Hooker, and maybe you're going with Taysom Hill as your starting quarterback. You know, so there's a lot of different options out there for the Saints right now, and they need help. Um, the, the, the division is poor, but that doesn't mean that, again, that everybody says the division is poor right now. I get it. But with a couple tweaks with those other three teams, you don't think that, again, they might have a chance to be able to, again, uh, turn their seasons around, turn their teams around? Of course. A lot of it obviously depends on the quarterback position, but uh, the Saints need some help uh, across the board. We've gone through it on, on this show and on the TV show, uh, and not a lot of money to spend uh, but with reworking the contract just to be able to get under the cap. Uh, but we'll see how this kind of plays out. To me, it's got to be up front first. You've got to get the offensive defensive lines straightened out. They have to be dominant because if you've got a dominant offensive defensive line, that's going to help, again, the quarterback position. It's going to help every other position on the team. And hopefully that's something they're going to deal with going forward. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Hour number two, we'll have uh, Les East, and also we'll talk about what's ailing the Pelicans as they're dropping like a rock right now. Uh, this hour, uh, this this uh, show is brought to you by Henrik Stipp Jr. Gin. 
only on the market till March of 2023. Get out there and get it now. That's Henry Stemptunia Gin, uh, part of the portfolio of William Grant, part of, again, the uh, part of, again, the William Grant Hendricks family. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. At Acadian Custom Shutters, we specialize in beautifying the interior of your home with Acadian Custom Shutters window coverings. Our products are American-made and locally sourced, offering affordable options to fit your budget when it comes to window coverings. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, and more. Locally owned and operated, Acadian Custom Shutters offers design services, free in-home estimates. Bring your plans and window schedule, and our experts will help you build your dream that fits your budget. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com.
our man, Eric Asher. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six. Thanks so much for being there. Whether you're listening here over the airwaves at 106.1 FM NASH Icon, on the iHeartRadio app, or TuneIn Radio apps, our digital platforms, NASHFM1061.com or EricAsher.com. Maybe you're checking out our podcast this evening on uh, the Anchor app, but our podcast is everywhere. Uh, check, out your, check it out on your, favorite, uh, uh, on your favorite podcasting app. Search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Today's program is brought to you by uh, our friends at Henry Zeptunia Gin. Much like Ben Summer Souls, much like Lunar, uh, becoming one of the highest-selling limited-edition spirits in the super premium gin category, and why not? Uh, again, uh, Leslie Gracie, the, uh, uh, again, the, the, the fine uh, uh, spirit, uh, uh, the person in charge of the spirits over at, uh, at Henry's Gin, uh, their master distiller, uh, has come up with, again, another winner. Uh, notes of coastal freshness, balanced with an, uh, fresh notes of coastal of, uh, of citrus, alluring juniper character, lengthened by e- deep earthly notes of locally sourced Scot- Scottish seaside botanic- botanicals, as well as uh, fresh coastal herbs. It uh, lends itself to a, an unmistakable crisp citrus finish, and it's a limited edition spirit that's only on the market until the end of March of this year. Uh, I can tell you right now from people that I've talked with in the spirit industry, again, they've gone crazy over it. Uh, our own listeners, again, have, have either emailed me or texted me, letting me know, again, how much they're enjoying Hendrix Neptunia Gin. Uh, if you are a purveyor of fine spirits and you love having fine spirits, or again, the unique spirits on that bar. Uh, get over to your favorite spirit store while you can and get Henry Steptunia Gin only on the market till the end of next month. End of next month. Henry Steptunia Gin, proud sponsor of our Monday show, part of the portfolio of William Grant. Look, just to piggyback on um, on what I talked about as we were going into the break, like, I'm kind of torn here. Okay, On one hand, yes, I'd like to see the Saints have a veteran quarterback that, could, that again, could, could pick up um, uh, this team um, and and may, again lead the, win, win the South and maybe have a chance to get you know get into the playoffs have a chance to move on, but you know is Derek Carr worth thirty five to forty million? Uh, when you look at the contracts going to be coming up for some of the young guns in the NFL, thirty five to forty million for Carr might be a bargain, but the Saints have so many needs right now. And, 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 of course, they continue to kick the can down the road uh, in anticipation of the digital and, and the gambling money to come in. I, I've never been a big Taysom Hill fan as the quarterback, but that's the way the NFL is going right now. And if you're going to draft somebody like a Hendon Hooker, it makes sense to be able to change the offense to reflect what his strengths are going to be, right? And that means a running quarterback that has the ability to be able to throw the ball accurately. Uh, and, and, you know, Hooker – as we've talked about, checks a lot of boxes what the Saints are looking at, and you may be able to get him cheap because of the knee injury. Uh, you know, he may be able to get him at 40. You may be able to get him at 29 and get that fifth-year option on him. Uh, but do you do that and then maybe bring an Andy Dalton back and run the same offense, and then that means Hooker's got to try to adjust to that when we know that he's more of a dual-threat type guy and, and really going to what we're seeing in the NFL now. Uh, the, the, the problem is, as much as, again, you may want a veteran quarterback like, like Derek Carr, uh, you have other needs to, to be able to fill here, and especially along the defense and offensive lines. 
Uh, you need weapons, okay? Because, again, this, you know, with Kamara going out and still, again, uh, you know, still needing help at the wide receiver position, the running back position, you need weapons as well. And, look, I, I've talked about it, and I've said this since day one. You are handcuffed to your veterans now, to your stars. Everybody wants to trade the stars, trade the stars, get draft picks. You can't do it because of the salary cap implications. Okay, the dead money becomes due, and, and then you're in a situation where, again, go, those guys are untradeable. That's why you're seeing them, again, reworking these deals once again uh, and kicking that can down the road. Hopefully that within two to three years, uh, that cap is going to be enormous, and they'll catch up. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. We'll see how it kind of plays out. But, look, I mean, I, I can understand why a lot of people are torn here. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. On one hand, yes, I'd like to see a veteran quarterback and see this team come back very, very quickly and, and, and ascend back to the top of the, S, uh, of, of the NFC South and, and also, again, you know, having a chance to be able to compete for a championship. But we saw last year there's holes on this team right now, and they need to fill them. And can they fill them with quality players? And not undrafted free agents. Or again, you know, we keep hearing Saints will be active in the second, uh, second phase of free agency. Well, sometimes you get bargains there, but sometimes, again, the cupboard is bare. So we'll see how it kind of plays out. The Pels are having a lot of a season very similar to the Saints, okay? Uh, the Pels are now 30-31. and 31. There are 21 games left, 11 at home, 10 on the road. They play 19 against the West, 2 against the East. After this night, there will be one more game against, the, against Eastern Conference opponents. They take on Orlando tonight in the Smoothie King Center. Let me say this. This is what I think ails this Pelican team right now. First of all, they're a tired basketball team because of the injuries. You're talking about injuries to Zion and Brandon Ingram, and then the length of their absences as well is really lent to, again, what we're seeing right now. It was something that Gall was guarded against, and I talked about it, okay? Role players being asked to play more prominent roles, I think it's taking their toll on them, okay? And it's taking its toll. Uh, you, got, you got teams now, scouts, they have more film on them. Uh, they're able to focus on taking away their strengths, uh, the strengths of their game. And because they're role players, they're playing more minutes now. Those expanded roles, it opens you up to more mistakes. The lacking attention to detail, things slip like defense, rebounding, ball movement, protecting the basketball. I mean, these are all things that, again, the Pelicans did very well last year, okay, with this group. And then I thought the Pelicans needed more of the trading deadline. Look, I, I like Josh Richardson. I really do. I think the trade is going to be a good trade for this team. They needed to add a difference maker at the trading deadline. You know, a guy that can, you know, that either is, again, has, is proficient at scoring or a rim protector uh, that can rebound. And they didn't. And they didn't because of the tax, okay? And I said it then. Relying on Zion and Brandon Ingram to stay healthy is fool's goal. Absolutely fool's goal at this point. You know the tail of the tape. Tomorrow, they're not going to be in a situation where things are going to turn around, Okay. Uh, you know, Zion, because of his body type, is going to be often injured. Brandon Ingram, because of, again, his, his mental makeup, it does not play unless he's 100%. We know this now. And Griffin should have, should have made the adjustments accordingly, like he did last year. Okay? The backups have maxed out in more prominent roles so far. Okay? Let's face it. The defense isn't what it was. Okay? We see it in spurts, but it's inconsistent. It's not the lockdown defense as we've seen in the past. They don't move the ball like they did early in the season or last year. Instead, it's iso ball. Too much of, again, getting the ball at the top of the key. Guys, again, are, are, are looking to get their own shots, hitting, you know, whether they're, they're driving for, for a, a basket or just settling for the three-point or the outside shot. No driving kick. I mean, that was one of the things we saw with Zion, okay? 
Instead, instead, instead of outside in, it's inside out on the offense now. Uh, the extra passing is only coming in spurts. Okay, when you know how much better was this team when you were seeing the extra pass over and over again? You know, this .5 second shooting. You know, giving up a good shot for a chance at a great shot. A lot of guys, they you know, they're getting the ball, they're open, they're just taking the shot. And then Valanciunas being underutilized. Okay, look, especially on the offensive end. Look, he's not going to create his own shot, right? He's got to give, be given the ball in a position to score or to be able to pass out of that, be able to help, help another teammate get a better shot. He's a double-double machine. He's having to pick up the scraps to be effective offensively. I'm not saying that's not his game. He could do that, but he's more effective when he's getting the ball in the post. And without Zion, again, it's, it's, it, this, this team has become more one-on-one on the perimeter. Okay, We see this all the time now. I'll say it again. This team is at its best when they're playing in the paint. I mean, again, sharing the ball from the paint, and when they're in the paint right now, they seem to be uncomfortable. There's no fluidity like we saw in the past. And I'm not just talking about, again, Zion, who, who again, who thrived as a passer and a scorer in the paint. I'm talking about this team uh, as a whole, okay? Uh, they've become a one-on-one perimeter jump shooting team, and that's what it is. They're one-on-one perimeter jump shooting team with both Brandon Ingram and, and, and C.J. and C.J. McCollum, both guys that can play in the mid-range and also three-point uh, land. Okay, but those guys are, are are now in a situation where they got the rest of their teammates kind of standing around watching them. We don't see the, a lot of ball movement. We don't see a lot of player movement. The rhythm of of this offense and and, and, and is what ball movement and unselfishness. I mean, we've seen it over and over again. When they move the ball, when they're unselfish, the offense is clicking. Look, and then you could talk about the effort, okay? Uh, we're not seeing the effort we've seen last year. We saw an effort, great effort last year from this team. We saw great effort from this team. Uh, the two games against the Lakers, uh, unforgivable. Okay, uh, the one in Los Angeles, the one uh, again, uh, the, I'm sorry, the, the first one in New Orleans, the one recently in Los Angeles. And I understand that the Lakers, again, did what they had to do in the, in the, uh, at the trading deadline to rework their team, remake their team, and they're a better team now. But this team didn't even, didn't even put the effort out, okay? Um, the Knicks on Saturday was embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing, okay, the way they played. Um, they're not clamping down on, de- on, on defense, especially at crunch time, okay? And then... It seems that turnovers are coming at the worst time uh, for this team as well. You know, I've been asking this for weeks about, uh, you know, when I, on, 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 to uh, those that come on this show uh, to talk about the Pels. Also, again, on my TV show, is Willie Green's message getting stale? Now, let me say this right now. I would certainly hope not, okay? I would certainly hope not. Look, he didn't forget how to motivate a coach, right? Uh, he, again, uh his assistant didn't forget how to, how, to, how, to, how to teach, strategize, or motivate, okay? But this team has lost its edge and, and the concentration it takes to win. So, you know, to, to me, um, this, is on the, this is on the team. This is not on, on, on the coaching staff or, 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 or on, on Willie Green. You know, they're not valuing possessions, they settle, settle too much for the one touch per possession and, and instead of sharing the ball. I mean, think back in your mind's eye. Watch these last, watch these games, okay? Um, when I say value in possessions, especially then when, when you're looking at a, at a post-All-Star break, you know, play-to-play is important. This is the stretch run. Every possession is precious. 
And then think about the fact that, again, Zion not being, not being available and, again, how, how much more precious they are. You know, this team is, I, I don't know, maybe it's still young and maybe they still just haven't matured yet because they have not realized, again, that no one in the NBA is taking prisoners in, in, in a playoff race, right? Especially post-All-Star break. There are no excuses about injuries or fatigue. You're either battle-tested or you get left behind in the standings. And right now, this team looks shell-shocked, not battle-tested. Same group as last year for the most part, okay? I mean, this free-for-all that we're looking at now, right now, like dropping like a rock, losing again the first two out of the All-Star break, how they played in that loss against at home against the Lakers before the, uh, before the break. Uh, I mean, it, think about it. 21 left. 11 home, 10 on the road, 17 against uh, when, when, you, when, when you're looking at, at, at this right now. Uh, with, with, the, with, with the amount of the games that they got to play against Western Conference opponents, their back's against the wall. they got to recapture the essence of what Pelican basketball was, you know, the hustle, the unselfishness, uh, not settling for that first open look. 48 minutes of effort on the boards and on defense. Value in possessions and the basketball, and they're not doing it. It's not like they haven't done it before. They have. We've seen it. We saw them do it. We saw them play with place with pace and physicality. We saw a sense of urgency, uh, which, again, I think is a lot of the core of the values of this team, which, again, I think they've lost. You know? Think about last year, right before the trading deadline, how they were playing with Josh Hart and how he motivated this team and what he did with the Knicks the other night, right? And then, of course, they were able to carry that over even when they brought C.J. McCollum in. And they built off, again, what Josh Hart had kind of started here, Right? We saw a lot of those young players with the buy-in. Um, and, man, look, think about it. In the beginning of the season, they, they were challenging the, the top of the West until both Zion and Brandon Ingram went out. They went, then they went 3-16 and 16 in January, losing 10 in, a, 10 in a row, and they have not been able to get their mojo back since then. It's, it's kind of one of these things they got to get back to the basics, okay? Or, or this season is going to be a repeat of the disappointment and the carryover of the same season. They, they are mirroring each other right now. So... There are a lot of things that are wrong with this team, but all can be fixable. And it doesn't just mean that Zion has to come back for it to get done. The, these young players have to step up and play at a higher level in their second year. Uh, there's just no other way around it. I mean, again, you are counting on these young players coming in uh, and, and playing, and playing at, at a higher level. They were, okay? Griff was. Uh, the staff was. Uh, you know, Jackson Hayes has done nothing. Dyson Daniels has been now often injured. Uh, Kyra Lewis is coming off an injury. Trey Murphy disappears now. You can't find him anywhere. Herb Jones is playing well on defense, but offensively he's struggling. Najee Marsh and Jose, Marsh and Jose Alvarado are the spark plugs, but some nights again, uh, they disappear. It's an issue, ladies and gentlemen. It's an issue. Brandon Ingram is rounding in the shape, but Brandon Ingram, again, is a volume shooter now. Along with C.J. McCollum, my problem is, again, everything is outside. They're not passing the ball. They're not giving up the, uh, the, uh, the uh, 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 good shots for great shots. And because they're not playing good defense, they're not getting the easy offense off the defense. Uh, and, and their backs are against the wall. If you can't get motivated for the stretch run here, something's wrong with this team. Something's wrong with this team. With everything, again, where they were, basking in the glow of being first place in the West to now – 10th spot with, again, a very good chance of being able to be able to fall out of playoff contention. We shall see. This last um, 
portion of the uh, of the season is going to be a tale of the tape on again where they are. Again, Pell's thirty and thirty-one under five hundred. Uh, and, of course, now into the 10th spot. Hey, don't forget about my friends over Suburban Roofing and Siding. Uh, I don't care where you live. If you live anywhere in the sound of my voice and you're looking for a, a roofer you can trust, somebody that's going to come in and take care of you uh, like, like family, and I, and, I, and I mean that sincerely. Again, Marty Scoggins and his crew has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over 20 years. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 504-861-ROOF. Uh, fully uh, licensed insured, locally owned and operated, member of the Better Business Bureau. Suburban Roofing is only one of 6% of roofing contractors nationwide certified by shingle manufacturers, which, again, allows them to qualify for the Manufacturer's Extended Warranty Program. I told you before, Marty came out, met with my adjuster after multiple adjusters turned us down for, again, replacing our roof. We knew the roof needed to be replaced after item. And uh, within, within five to ten minutes of a consultation, uh, the adjuster signed off on it. Marty comes back, replaces the roof, and he replaces it with a shingle that, again, is the highest wind-resistant shingle on the market, which is, gonna, which is saving me money when it comes to insurance. Folks, I'm telling you right now, you're looking for somebody that's honest and reliable and stands behind their work, that's, that's Marty Scoggins Suburban Roofing. They have the skilled, rules that, skilled crews that are skilled in all types of roofs and will even hand-nail your roof for you, which is a lost art in roofing. Um, and, of course, uh, Marty's there making sure, again, everything's being done right. Suburban Roofing and Siding. Looking for a roofing contractor you can trust? 504-861-ROOF. That's 504-861-ROOF. That's Suburban Roofing and Siding. Today's program brought to you by Hendricks Neptunia Gin. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by AutoZone. Get in the zone. Starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Delays are heavy on 10 westbound from Orleans to just before the airport. In the meantime, delays are going to be solid if you're traveling 10 eastbound from just past Orleans to the high rise. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from just before St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side, from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays steady from Terry Parkway to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. In the meantime, look out for delays if you're traveling on 12 eastbound along the North Shore from Madisonville to Covington. And look out for accidents Marigny at St. Claude, also Poydras at South Broad, also Wall Boulevard at General de Gaulle and West End at Veterans. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Services Traffic Center. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends over at Southern Tire, family-owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. That's 51 years of taking care of New Orleanians' vehicles. If your vehicle's out of warranty or you're in charge of a fleet account, bring it on over to Southern Tire. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, and I'm telling you, wheels and tires up to 30 in inches, you can finance that. The largest selection, something for everyone's budget. And, of course, if you're looking for rims, they've always been the league leader when it comes to rims, and they can even repair your rims as well. Also, uh, ASC certified technicians. 
again, doing their work with, again, the, the same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership. And I've said before, I'll put my money on it, okay, that, again, Tony Piazza has more diagnostic equipment than the average dealership. He's made that investment. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Tony Sr., Tony Jr., uh, his, his daughter Jen, his wife, all in uh, at Southern Tire on a daily basis. And, of course, the ASC certified technicians, some of them have been with, uh, with uh, uh, Southern Tire for decades. Hickory and Airline in Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504-737-1558. Go to southerntire.com to check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. You don't hang around that long taking care of New Orleans vehicles if you're not taking care of them uh, right. That's, uh, again, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till, $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff sports, and hot ball crawfish. Hurricane season seems a long way off, but now it's time to get ready for it. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. Demand for generators is higher than ever. Don't get left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac automatic standby generator. Be at the front of the line for your Generac generator this year. When the power goes out, you keep the lights on as well as your refrigerator and AC. Don't wait. Talk to Burkhart now about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, home of the 1195 Direct Cremation. This winter, there are COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against recent Omicron variants. If it's been at least two months since your primary series or original booster, schedule your updated COVID-19 booster dose at vaccines.gov. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. I don't care where you live within the sound of my voice. Uh, again, Burkhardt can handle you. Uh, again, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, 
they are accompanied with 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. Those trucks are set up strategically all over the metropolitan area to get to you quickly. After-hour services with a Burkhardt employee answering the phone, dispatching a Burkhardt Nate certified technician and a Burkhardt truck out to your home after hours to get you up and running. In the market for a new system, air conditioning heating system, maybe a generator for your home, maybe you're looking for that APCO whole home air uh, again, even electrical work, Burkhardt can do it all for you. Uh, go with a company I've trusted for over 30 years. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's commercial, uh, residential, industrial. Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by our friends at Henry Stemptunia Gin. Uh, only on the market till March of 2023. If you're a purveyor of fine spirits, you love one-of-a-kind spirits, you're looking to be able to restock that liquor cabinet with, again, a top-notch uh, uh, gin that will only be on the market till March of 2023. Uh, get out there and do it now. Again, that super premium gin category, once again, taken over by our friends at Hendricks. And with, again, this version, Hendricks Neptunia Gin, available now for you on shelves while they last till March of 2023. Get it now while you can. All right, we're just a, a minute or so away from um, Les East of CrestedySports.com. Uh, we've talked a lot today about, let me recap for you quickly. Uh, we talked about the Saints, uh, the Derek Carr situation. Again, all the needs they have on this roster and how they're going to fill those. We talked extensively about what ails the Pelicans, in my opinion. Uh, they got to get back to what made them, again, a quality basketball team last year, which is, again, strong defense, unselfish play, not settling for the outside shot or the one-on-one iso ball. Uh, they got to get back to, again, what, what made them uh, a team that was just fun to watch, and they have, they have not been that team. Uh, really since uh, really since Zion and Bi went out, but they really even had haven't had to have been able to recapture that with Brandon Ingram on the court. Um, Zion expected back hopefully within the next couple of weeks, but you know again uh, they're running out of games here. So we talked about that. We talked about the recall effort uh, of Latoya Cantrell and uh, why again the, the those who are in charge of the rec- in charge of the recall did not have a digital backup uh, of all the signed petitions. And are now in a situation where, again, they, they've dropped this, these boxes off at the Registrar Voters Office, and they have no, again, backup for themselves to be able to prove what they have given to the Registrar's Voters Office, which I think was a fatal flaw. Uh, and what they did, again, I, I did not want to come out and knock them today because, again, I think it was a Herculean effort. I think they did a great job. I think it's, again, when you look at it and you look at, again, recalling the public officials in Louisiana, even though it's gotten a little bit easier, uh, there, there was no way anybody thought it was going to get done, including myself. They claim they have enough signatures, but, again, they didn't go the extra mile in terms of, again, digitally backing up, uh, again, all the signed petitions so, that, again, they have a record to be able to go into court if something happens to be able to prove that those signatures are there. Now they're at the, at, at the whim of, again, boxes that are sitting in uh, the Registrar Voters Office. So we went through all that today. If you missed it, the podcast will be up uh, about 30 minutes after the program ends, and you go ahead and check it out uh, if you've missed it. But right now, let's head to the guest line joining us in the program. He's an accomplished author. He's an award-winning journalist. He writes for CrestedySports.com and Saturday Down South. It is Les East. Les, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well, Eric. How are you? Doing good. Doing good for this Monday. Uh, again, uh, uh, looking forward to uh, uh, another week of really good weather and uh, – might even have a little bit of cool weather over the weekend. So, uh, which I, which again, for for me, I got to be honest with you, Les. I don't mind the 80s, but for me, February and March, I, I, even in January, I want to feel some cool weather. Okay, we get enough of the uh, of the 90s and the and the warm weather uh, in the summertime, but I'm not going to complain. It is beautiful outside. It is. Uh, I, I 
I'd like to milk as many days of cool weather as we can this time of year because, as you pointed out, we know uh, what it's going to be like down the road for several months. So uh, I'm looking forward to a change. It's supposed to be coming somewhere around Friday, but at least right. it is uh, pleasant outside when it's not particularly cool. And, and especially for somebody like you that you know in the dog days of summer, you're going to be out at Saints camp. It's going to be 90 degrees. The humidity is going to be 90 percent, uh, you know, for those practices, which, again, uh, are unforgiving when it comes to the New Orleans heat. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm thinking about, um, you know, what, what training camp is going to be like. And we all know it's going to be terrible, although I got to admit, last summer actually was relatively mild uh, during preseason camp compared to what it normally is, but that's still uh, that's splitting hairs because it was still really hot. But, uh, yeah, we know what's coming down the road, and just thank goodness for the indoor practice facility and their penchant for using it quite a bit. <laughs> Amen to that. I'm right with you. Hey, before we get started, uh, uh, tell the folks about your great book. Uh, a lot of folks getting away for spring break coming up, summertime. It's a great book to be able to read on the beach or, again, on, on vacation. Um, tell us all about it and how folks can get it. Yeah, thanks, Eric. It's called uh, Donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. It's a novel. Uh, it, it focuses on the current and recent political climate in, in the U.S. and the media's role in that, but it also has a, uh, a sports uh, bent to it as well. So I think it's, uh, it's an interesting read and, uh, and an easy read. So hopefully folks will pick it up. They can go to Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, and, you know, all the major online platforms to order it um and uh so i hope they will and uh you know I'm, as you mentioned i'm running for crescent city sports and saturday down south.com um let's let's talk first of all about the pels you're there and, and uh, you're either you're there or again you're, you'll be there tonight for the orlando game that's the second last game against eastern conference opponents uh 21 games left under one game under 500 now uh, it's been a really kind of a free fall since um, Zion went out in early January. Uh, this team has not been able to get on track at all. Uh, I talked about what my thoughts of why this team is not playing well, what ails this team. Uh, with 11 at home, 10 more on the road. They, uh, 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 talk about um, your thoughts about uh, uh, where this team is and you know, what is it going to take for them to get back to Pelicans basketball? Well, you know, that's the uh, $64,000 question. Uh, you know, tonight is a huge game because, you know, if the way they performed and got humiliated on Saturday night in New York, uh, if that doesn't light a fire under them and, and get them to play with a sense of urgency tonight, I don't know what will. And uh, Orlando is a team that they should be able to beat, but it's also a talented, young, hungry team that's not going to give them anything. So they're going to have to earn it. And if they don't respond in the right way to what happened Saturday, you have to wonder if they're capable of responding the right way. Right way. I tend to think they will come back and play very well tonight. But if they don't, to me, that's a huge red flag. But I heard what you said uh, a few moments ago, and I, I, I agree with that as far as they have to get back to playing, playing better defense. The defense was atrocious Saturday sharing the basketball, which has been one of the biggest strengths the last two years, and then and not settling for, for the quick jumper. But I think part of the problem on top of all that is they're just not shooting from the outside very well. Uh, you know, you have to shoot threes and you have to make threes mm -hmm. to win in the NBA. 
and uh, some teams have it as a bigger part of their arsenal than others, but you have to be able to do it uh, to a, a significant amount if you're going to be successful, and they just have not shot the ball well, whether it's been good shots or bad shots, and they have to get back to that. And you lump all of those things together, and what you have is, is a team that right now has very little, if any, confidence going in. So they have to set the tone with the defense. Brandon Ingram has to establish himself as the alpha dog on the court tonight, and then C.J. McCollum and Jonas Valanciunas have to feed off of that. Not a lot of ball movement, not a lot of player movement, a lot of guys standing around watching C.J. and and Brandon go one-on-one. That's not what they did last year. You mentioned, again, guys able to knock shots down last year, but also got a lot of easy baskets off defense, and the defense is not there now in terms of clamping down, playing good defense. Uh, and then, of course, the extra pass, which, I, again, I thought was kind of the, um, uh, I guess, the seed that really kind of really made this this uh, this team kind of sprout last year was the unselfishness. And you saw so many times, you know, one, two, three, four passes in a possession. We're not seeing that consistently here. We see it in spurts, but we don't see it consistently, um, you know, on top of the inability to knock down shots, just not doing the good fundamental things, you know. And then, of course, you know, Turnovers at the most inopportune times as well. That just end up, you know, put, putting a dagger in it. Yeah, they uh, they've had some some really uh, untimely turnovers that have made things snowball when things have started to go badly for them. But another thing about the ball movement, which has not been very good, I I think one element to that, and it's something that they need to get over, like by about seven ten tonight, is the fact that I. For a while there, playing without Ingram and initially without Ingram and Williamson, they were moving the ball extremely well, and that was partly because they knew they didn't have their two best one-on-one offensive players and that that they had to play nearly perfectly in terms of sharing the basketball. And I think since Ingram has come back, you know, he needs the ball in his hands. He needs to create shots a lot. And I think finding that delicate balance between – um, allowing him to control the offense with the ball in his hands a lot and getting that movement, ball movement at the same time is kind of tricky. And I think part of the reason that the ball stops is because so often it winds up in his hands as it must for a long period of time because mm-hmm. he's very good at creating his own shot. So somehow they have to find that delicate balance. And I think that becomes infectious. Once you start moving the ball and people start hitting shots, everybody wants to move the ball even more. But, you know, they got to get started, and that means a bunch of people have to start hitting shots. And I think some of the younger players, most notably um, Trey Murphy and um, Herb Jones, uh, their confidence, especially on the offensive end, is lagging a little bit. I agree. You know, it's almost as if when, when Zion, they, they, they played one way with Brandon and Zion in, in the game, and then they played another way when, when Zion was in there with Brandon out for so long. And they got accustomed to that. Brand, I mean, with, with Zion, again, they were, he was driving and kicking. Got, a lot of guys were getting open. They were knocking down shots. He was unstoppable on the inside. And, and, and it's almost like they, you know, they got so used to that that they almost forgot to how to play Pelicans basketball again. And, and it's, it's just been really frustrating to watch, again, how they played since Zion has gone out. Yeah, I think it's a difficult transition period. And, and assuming Zion does come back again, 
Um, that's going to be another transition period, having both he and Ingram out there at the same time and trying to figure out how to move yep. the ball on offense and accommodate both of those guys and yet get the balanced attack and get the ball sharing that they need to have. So it's going to be a constant transition the rest of the way. They have not yet handled the transition back to Ingram as well as they need to. And uh, that's got to happen very quickly, and then they're going to have to go through another transition if Williamson comes back. I think Mm -hmm. one interesting thing to watch is what they do with the lineup. I was surprised that Willie Green put Jason Richardson into the the starting lineup ahead of Trey Murphy. I understand he's probably trying to get some more veteran leadership and some defense in there. But I thought that, that Richardson could lead the second unit better than Trey could and Murphy it could hurt Murphy's psyche to be benched after starting about two thirds of the game. So I'm wondering if he might reverse course at some point, I haven't seen the starting lineup yet tonight, mm-hmm. but if he might reverse course and, and go back to Murphy to try and boost his confidence and then have Richardson lead that second unit off the bench. Uh, and mention to see their backs are against the wall. Again, you are in a position now where um, well, you got 19 left against the West, one more after tonight against against the East. Uh, and, um, again, pretty much almost a split. It's 11 at home, 10 on the road. So after tonight it will be 10 and 10. Um, and they have not played well on the road this year. I mean, that's another thing. Uh, you almost have to win all of your home games because you have not played well on the road. Yeah, and that that one other game against a, a team from the East is against the Knicks uh, late in the season, right. the team that mm-hmm. just demolished them on Saturday night, so that's not encouraging. Um, but, yeah, that's why another reason why tonight is so important, not just for them to, to respond properly to, to an embarrassing performance, but also because they're at home. They win two-thirds of their home games, and they lose two-thirds of their road games. So mm-hmm. you're, you're right. They almost have to run the table at home if they're going to put themselves into the play-in or, or any better than that. I think at this yes. point they have to be looking at the 10th spot mm-hmm. as their, their focus. Hopefully they can get higher than that. But right now it's just getting the top 10 because they could easily wind up outside the top 10. Less was it a mistake to just go for Josh Richardson at the trading deadline when you saw how the West uh, was in an arms race? Da- I mean, Dallas uh, got better. Uh, the, the Clippers have gotten better now. Uh, the, the, the Lakers totally revamped their roster with two, with two moves uh, right before the All-Star break, with a couple moves before the All-Star break. They're a different team now. Uh, Phoenix, obviously, with, with Durant is, is going to be a tougher team. And the Pels, again, went with just kind of a subtle move, hoping they were going to get Zion back. Yeah, and I, I think I said Jason Richardson earlier. It's Josh Richardson, as you said. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem with that because I'm assuming – if there was a good trade out there that would have brought them uh, a bigger impact player or players, David Griffin would have pulled the trigger, and he mm-hmm. didn't find anything he liked. But the Richardson trade, I thought, was a good deal for Devontae Graham because I thought it improved their depth this year. It gave them mm-hmm. a veteran leader, someone who can shoot the threes, someone who can play defense. It gives them, helps them get the finances in order for next year. And they have a different approach now than a lot of teams, especially the Lakers. Lakers are desperate to try and win another championship before LeBron James um, retires or has wanderlust and, and goes back to Cleveland for a third time or whatever he might do. You know, Pelicans are in this for the long haul. Mm-hmm. And although they, they 
they look like they they could make a run this year based on how they played earlier. You don't want to mortgage what could be a very bright five, eight, ten year future because you're, you're worried about not having a high seed in the playoffs this year. And I, I think they were maybe a little bit cautious in that regard, but I don't fault them for that. I think that the, they're in this for the long haul, and I think the future for many years to come is still very bright, but it, it's hard to see that right now because the, the last five or six weeks have not been very encouraging. And look, I'm I'm with Griff. Okay, I'm not trading Daniels. I'm I'm not I'm not trading uh, um, um, uh, Trey Murphy. I'm, I'm not trading Herb Jones. I would be reluctant to trade Marshall or, or Alvarado. Okay, which is your young core, uh, especially those guys that again you invested draft picks in, who again you believe can take the next step. They just haven't done it. Jackson Hayes is going to be a guy that's going to be expendable next year. Uh, but um, uh, another scorer or another rim protector that could rebound really would have helped this team going into the into the playoffs. Yeah, it would have. And and again, I, I get back to the fact that I, I think if uh, if someone like that were available at an acceptable price, they would have pulled the trigger because there'd be sure. no reason for them not to. So I'm I'm assuming that that deal was not out there, and so mm-hmm. they 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 backed off, they passed, and right. went with the deal that that they had. And I don't I think it was a good deal they made. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a an, a huge impact trade, but I think the deal they made was okay. I do think at some point in the not too distant future. They're going to have to make a choice between Jose Alvarado and Kyra Lewis because, mm-hmm. you know, those are two promising young guys who are very yes. similar. And I don't know that they're going to have room for both of them. And I, I think they would probably lean toward uh, Jose. And I think Kyra might bring more in a trade at some point mm-hmm. down the road. Yeah, I'm with you, especially with, with his age being so young, no doubt. Let's shift gears to the Saints. Uh, not much on the Derek Carr front. Um where do you stand? Is it is it signing Derek Carr? Is it drafting someone like a Hendon Hooker? Uh, is it staying with again with um, with Andy Dalton and and um, uh, Taysom Hill? I don't think that Jameis Winston, even though he's under contract, will be back uh, with with Dennis Allen. What do you think they're going to do with the quarterback position? Well, I think they're they're still exploring all options, and I, I don't know that Mickey Loomis or Dennis Allen could could say with any certainty what they're going to wind up doing at this point. I think Jameis Winston will get released. Uh, I think Andy Dalton will get re-signed as a uh, fallback option, but preferably as a backup. Uh, I think Derek Carr is the, the first guy they're going to go after. I'm not opposed to that. In fact, I like it as long as they don't uh, spend all of their money and leave themselves with a, a, a Swiss cheese roster around him. Um, so I think that's option one. But, you know, the draft, fine. If you can get a young guy to develop behind a veteran, whether it's Carr or somebody else, that's fine. But you're not going to draft somebody who's going to start next year or probably even the year after that. So I think that's sort of a supplement to whatever veteran they go with. And if it doesn't work out with Carr because of finances or he wants to go to New York or wherever – you know, then you're looking at Baker Mayfield or you're looking at Ryan Tannehill or you're looking at Jimmy Garoppolo or something like that as plan B. And I, I think Andy Dalton would probably be plan C uh, as far as being the starter. Right. Um, needs outside of, with, with, again, the combine coming this week, outside of um, the quarterback position. In, in your mind, Grankham Force. Well, I, I think both lines are high on the list. Uh, I, I think they have to, you know, we, we don't know if Andrews Pete is going to be back on the offensive line because of salary cap uh, concerns. And, 
they, their offensive line just because of injuries and other reasons has not performed all that well. I, I think the defensive line did not perform well, and they have about six free agents on the defensive line. So I think both of those are very high up on the list. I think running back has to be up there on the list, regardless of what happens with Alvin Kamara. It becomes more significant if he has a, a six-game suspension or so, which is probable. Uh, so those are the first three that come to mind. But, you know, wide receiver is still a, 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 an area where they could use help. Safety is an area where they could use help. They could use help pretty much everywhere on the roster. But I would say both lines and running back after the quarterback position, which obviously tops the list. How active do you think they'll be in free agency? Some are saying that, they're, again, they'll be waiting to the second wave of free agency to try to find some bargain basement uh, uh, players. I think there'll be a lot of that. I, I don't think they're going to go out and get a high price of free agent other than maybe a quarterback because they're going to try and get a quarterback and that's going to eat up so much of their money. I think they'll, they'll try and get one or two guys that they don't have to overspend for early on who can uh, fill a, a significant need, you know, maybe uh, on the interior of the offensive line, maybe on the interior of the defensive line. And then, yeah, I think they'll definitely – be looking to do more after the draft and the second wave of free agency because I think their budget is going to require mm-hmm. them to, to do a lot of their shopping after that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%. Les, always a pleasure, man. Thanks so much for taking a few minutes with us today. Once again, tell the folks about your book, how folks can get that, and again, uh, again, how they can find your writings and follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks, Eric. Uh, donkeys, Elephants, and Giraffes. Go to uh, barnesandnoble.com, amazon.com. Etc. CrescentCitySports.com. Uh, I posted a couple of stories yesterday. One on the Pelicans. One on Lisa Stockton. Uh, SaturdayDownSouth.com. LSU and SEC coverage there. I assume we're going to have a lot of LSU baseball as the season goes goes along. And folks can follow me on uh, Facebook and also on Twitter at less underscore east. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate your time. Uh, have, a, have, a, have a good evening over the of the game. Hopefully, again, you're writing about a, a Pell's victory. Well, we'll see. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. Right there with you. Thank you, bud. Appreciate it. All right. Hey, don't forget Anytime. about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a new system, remember, ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. And, of course, remember, the new systems are more energy efficient. I can promise you they put a, they put a new, uh, again, amount of heat pump in my home about a year and a half ago. Folks, I'm telling you, I see it every single month, even with the skyrocketing uh, prices when it comes to, again, energy. Uh, again, my, my bills are substantially lower than they were the previous years because of the energy efficiency of the new systems. Folks, right now, Burkhardt can, can get a new system in your home, uh, again, that'll, that'll get you started to save money immediately. Uh, again, all you got to do is contact them at, at, again, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. And if your system is ne- in need of, uh, again, repair, give them a call. Again, they're going to repair your system. They're going to try to, again, gouge you, cheat you, try to talk you into a new system. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, truly a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Our program is brought to you by Henrik Stemptunia Gin, only on the market till the end of March of this this year there are only again limited amount of bottles left in the city so again if you're looking to be able to again restock your liquor cabinet get that one-of-a-kind spirit that you can talk about for years to come and enjoy Henrik Neptunia Gin get it now at your favorite spirit store but get it now because again end of March it's gone for good we'll be right back
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 Protect your engine against sludge and wear with a synthetic oil change. O'Reilly Auto Parts has five parts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for $35.95. Plus get two times O rewards points. Our professional parts people can recommend the supplies you need, including a filter, funnel, shop towels, drain pans, and more. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts or visit O'ReillyAuto.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. High prices are affecting everyone in today's economy. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service is here to help. We're offering a complete funeral service cremation package for only $38.95. That's right, a complete funeral service followed by cremation for only $38.95 in our chapel. Give us a call at 504-218-5554 or start the process online with our convenient online arrangements at 3895funeralservicecremation.com. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service. Celebrating life. 
All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. I want to thank Les East for joining us on the program today. Uh, want to remind everybody, uh, again, uh, that we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about the uh, uh, the hearing that's going on right now that's going to be continued again into tomorrow uh, on the uh, recall of, um, of uh, LaToya Cantrell. Uh, so we'll continue that tomorrow. If you missed it today, uh, you can check out the podcast, My Thoughts, uh, that will happen in the first hour. Hey, coming up next is All Access with Ken Trahan. Jim Bollinger is going to be with him. Also, again, Jim Eichenhofer. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM for All Access with Ken Trahan. I want to thank Rudy back at studio. Thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program, including our friends at Hendricks and Junior Gin. Remember, get that uh, as soon as you can. It goes off the um, off the shelves on March of 2023. And uh, as always, want to thank all the sponsors that sponsor our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow of the sponsors that sponsor our program. Thanks so much for tuning in. My name is Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog catcher to the governor, that includes the mayor. They all got to go. We are-